it's all about connecting with your audience, no matter who that audience is. It could be your customers, clients, a sales team, internal, external, whatever. At the end of the day, it comes to people talking to people. And if you can connect and engage people, you're going to have this newfound confidence in your work. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, formerly known as Improv is No Joke, where it's all about believing that strong communication skills are the best way in delivering your technical accounting knowledge and growing your business. An effective way of building stronger communication skills is by embracing the principles of applied improvisation. Your host is Peter Margarita, CPA, a.k.a. The Accidental Accountant, and he will interview financial professionals and business leaders to find their secret in building stronger relationships with their clients, customers, associates, and peers, all the while growing their businesses. So let's start the show. Welcome to episode 13. And my guests today are Kristen Rampey and Jason Hugh from Slide Deck Improv. Slide Deck Improv is a professional development program focused on enhancing presentation and communication skills. Participants learn the basic of improv and discover how these techniques can support effective business communication. Because we stretch people to observe and try a new skill. Slide Deck Improv is more fun, less scary, and more impactful than traditional public speaking workshops. Now, in full transparency, I am one of the facilitators for Slide Deck Improv and assisted Kristen in a session for Amway International in September. The two-hour workshop, let me just say, blew them away because one, it was so much fun. And two, they walked away with a greater level of confidence in their presentation skills. They walked away having visited their uncomfort zone, realizing that it's a good place to go and they can learn. And they walked away with so much more than they walked in with. Now, that is all the information I will share with you about Slide Deck Improv for now. And you will also hear. During the interview, Kristen and Jason play an advanced version of Slide Deck Improv and literally knock it out of the park. Before we get to the interview, I want to share an article from February of 2018, the magazine Financial Management, and the article is titled, How an Improv Class Can Help Develop Essential Business Skills. Improvisational theater is moving into business schools and boardrooms. Discover how it can help financial professionals develop soft skills and more. And according to the article, financial professionals are taking improv classes as part of their personal development plan to help develop their listening skills, increase their ability to read body language, and to think quicker on their feet. The article states, when you have better soft skills, you can tell your story more effectively and you'll get more respect for your technical skills and your technical knowledge. This is critical to financial professionals as our roles continue to evolve into an advisory role versus a number cruncher. The article has six skills that an improv workshop will help improve, and they are listening, reading body language, communicating insight effectively, 
my two favorite words, yes, and, along with team building. Now, I have two calls for action for you guys. One is to find and read this article. And the second one is take an improv workshop sometime between tomorrow and the end of November. One last thing. Let me ask you guys a question. Are you tired of getting the deer in the headlights look when you're trying to explain an accounting concept or a tax-related issue? If so, read my book, Taking the Numb Out of Numbers, Explaining and Presenting Financial Information with Confidence and Clarity, and let it be the guide in helping your transformation into someone who doesn't put people to sleep or gives them the deer in the headlights look. Because when you take the numb out of numbers, it leaves you with ERS, E-R-S, which stands for Effective Relatable Stories. And isn't that the goal of every financial presentation? Hayden Williams, who's the CFO at the Washington Society of CPAs, is quoted saying, a must-read for any financial professional. The book is now available on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle, so stop what you're doing. Pull the car over, go to Amazon, and buy it today. So without further ado, let's get to the interview with Kristen and Jason. Kristen, Jason, thank you for being on my podcast. Uh, Today, this interview, I've been looking forward to ever since we came up with the idea of doing this. I'm so excited about our conversation. One, thank you both for taking time out of your busy schedule. And Jason is out in California, so he's kind of up a little bit earlier than the normal. So I appreciate you, you getting up to be on this podcast. And both of you all, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here, Peter. Thank you. Actually, I'm in Seattle, Washington. Oh, nice. Actually, that's the fourth reference to Seattle that I've had in three days. Interesting. Maybe I need to go out to Seattle really, really soon. <laughs> so let's start with... Um, with backgrounds and short bios so the audience gets to know who you are just a little bit better, and we'll start with Kristen. All right. Well, thanks, Peter, for having me back. Um, I don't remember how long. I feel like we've done two of these before, but I'm, I'm excited to be here again, especially uh, to talk about improv again today. So my background, uh, I started my professional career in public accounting out in California, and I worked in that field for about 10 years with a quick visit into industry. And then seven years ago, I I stopped working in public accounting and I started my own consulting practice where I bring leadership development workshops and consulting to professional services all across the country. And more recently, I have sort of developed this really great program that I'm excited to be here with you guys on my team about today uh, called Slide Deck Improv. So we're working together on presentation skills, communication skills in business with an improv angle and it's really fun uh yes I, I i remember when you sent me the email with, with something similar that you found and i think i jumped straight out of my chair i got so excited i said this is really really cool so i I'm, i can't wait till the audience gets a gets a great taste of this but before we start down that path jason out in seattle uh yeah um i started my career at a accounting firm actually working for Kristen in uh california Oh, um, spent about three years before I jumped ship. <laughs> it didn't take me long. Um, yeah, about two years into it, I uh, 
asked my brothers to buy me an improv class for my birthday. Um, and after they gave me a lot of good roasting, uh, they, <laughs> they did it. It was like a eight week program and I just fell in love with it. And I quit my job about two months after. <laughs> That's the epitome of improv. I took an improv class and I came into my employer and said, I'm out of here. And actually he had to go tell Kristen that he was leaving the firm. That's true. Although he didn't mention improv as the reason when he was like, <laughs> but it's good to hear that that's what it was. Jason, so what was it that you saw that made you interested in having your brothers buy this for you? I just needed a, a creative outlet, I think. I'm a, I'm a deeply analytical person. I think most professionals are. Uh, so I spent a lot of time in my head and I just wanted something that was unpredictable and a little bit more in the moment. In any given moment, I'm, I'm in my head trying to digest information. And I like to go back and analyze everything before I come up with an answer. Improv gave me this tool that allowed me to live in the moment, to listen to people, and to actually engage in real time. I just love, love the feeling and energy of it. Yeah, it is. It is a great feeling that when we're able we're able to do that, and that you that you you saw the light. And, and just so the audience knows, and please correct me if I'm wrong. You since that time, you have also done some acting as well. Yeah, I uh, did improv for a little bit, and then when I quit my job, I took a part time job doing just accounting services while taking acting classes at night. After about a year, I actually made the move to LA. And went to the big improv classes, UCB, went through their foundational improv program as well. Oh, man. I, God, if I, if I was your age again, I'd do the exact same thing. Uh, I, I think it's a great skill set in life. And actually, I'm trying to get my 18-year-old son to maybe take a gap year before going to college. I told him I'd pay for it. I sent him to the second city in Chicago for a year and just let him study on my dime, but I'm dad and I'm an idiot. So what, what, what do I know? <laughs> but it, it, it is a great skill set to have. He'll have his quarter life crisis. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't we all at some point in time? All right. So my question is, and, and I, I'll point it to you, Kristen, what is Slide Deck Improv? And, and where did you come up with this idea? I'm going to start with where the idea came from. Uh, I was talking with some people that I know uh, locally where I live in Michigan. And one gal asked if I would be a part of this event they wanted to host, where they were going to have people come on stage and present with a PowerPoint presentation that they've never seen before. And I thought, wow, that sounds kind of different and interesting. And I've never heard of it. But, but I didn't really know the group, the networking group that was hosting this. Um, I didn't know them that well, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. So I, I told her, I was like, well, maybe, but, but I don't know. And I, I kind of kicked the can. And then she came back again and said, you know, I really think it'd be great if you wanted to work with us on this because you have an improv background and you obviously do a whole lot of speaking and presenting. And I was still hemming and hawing because it was an evening event. I've got a family, so I'm pretty sensitive about when I give up my evenings. But uh, finally, I told her, I said, listen, I will facilitate it for you because I don't know why your group wants to see me on stage for five minutes doing this. <laughs> uh, so we agreed to that. And it worked out really well because I was able to bring some, you know, kind of wrap the event with uh, 
you know, some, some not formality in a stiff way, but kind of getting things in line. So it would be a good, good event for their audience. And we just collectively, that whole team, um, that was the ACG West Michigan group, we, we knocked it out of the park. And so the idea came kind of from them, uh, someone on their board committee had suggested it. And then I kind of looked it up and again, put some structure around it. So there'd be a little bit of learning, a little bit of practice and just a whole lot of fun. So what Side Deck Improv is, is a professional development or learning program. And it could come in the format of uh, either sort of an event with a speaker or for a smaller group, just like the classroom learning program. And we talk about public speaking. We talk about business communication. We tie it into some improv concepts. Most importantly, we play some improv games, which is really fun with the whole audience. Uh, and then the real uh, cornerstone of it is we do get people to come on stage. We choose a topic from the audience that nobody knows until we figure out what the topic is. We give them a slide deck with a handful of slides they've never seen before and give them four to five minutes and let them go to town. And it is, it's great fun to see professionals think on their feet where they ordinarily would not, um, you know, have the opportunity to do that. Sort of like Jason was saying that, you know, most professionals really spend their time in analytical places, problem solving, working in the details, working hard, um, and not a lot of opportunity for creative expression at work, but presenting is one of them. And it's fun to give them a new, a new way to do that. It almost sounds like we're, we're giving the uh, professional uh, group out there a little little arch in the sense of we're problem solving on our feet uh, and actually taking our knowledge that we don't know that we have, but we have, and applying it to the situation at hand in order to make some type of success. Yeah. And, and you, you had sent me a video that I think that you saw that when I saw it, I went, oh my God, this, this looks like it'd be, it really looks like I have no net. And for me, that was exciting. For many, it would be petrifying, but there's so many benefits from doing this. And Jason, would you mind sharing some of the benefits and takeaways that you've seen when you facilitated with Kristen from the audience on their, their big aha moments? I think one of the beautiful thing about improv is that it shows you what you actually do know and that what you actually have internalized to have a little bit more faith in your abilities to not feel so insecure in a public realm. I think a lot of us feel like we can't do it. We don't know how to do it. We don't trust our instincts. And I think this opens up a whole new realm for people. I think a lot of people with the, the yes and to accept what people are giving you and to build on it is a great listening technique that people don't get taught how to listen. Those are great points. I, I saw in the last couple of times that I've done this recently, yeah, that confidence piece come out in unexpected ways. Uh, and also the storytelling part of it. Uh, a lot of the technical work that, that people do, it, it just seems like it doesn't lend itself to a story. It, you know, it lends itself to a spreadsheet or a bulleted list of information. But when the participants step back and take a moment to think about okay, now I have to tell a story about this. And in the, you know, the classroom workshops where we have more time for people to get into a story that's relevant to their work, they, they can find it. And we can find interesting pictures that can connect what's important about their message or what they're trying to persuade people to try 
so that it works, it's more effective for them in terms of their communication. So a lot of, a lot of cool benefits in the confidence area and the storytelling area. And as Jason said, even just giving yourself a chance to think on your feet and be vulnerable. So I, let's talk about confidence. Most people are not very confident about standing in front of a room full of people and delivering anything. My, my question is the participants that have done this and, and you know, followed that fear and accepted yes and in the moment, do you feel like their confidence level has quadrupled or doubled from like a, doing a normal type of presentation? Do you think they find more confidence in themselves by, I just did something really hard and, and it wasn't, I did it well. I mean, I did it, it wasn't perfect, but that's okay. Yeah, I would say that's that's a definite boost people get as a result. In terms of the multiple, I, I'm not exactly sure. And it, I do think it gets stronger uh, in some ways the further out they get from the moment of finishing. Because it, as you said, it doesn't, most people don't end it and say, oh man, that was the best presentation I've ever given. Mm-hmm. Because to them, the best presentation they've ever given is one that's scripted and prepared and on point and relates to their knowledge base. And this was totally not that. But after they get off stage and digest it and talk with their peer, peer groups a little, then we bring them back up and talk with them about what did you learn. And when I, I just did this yesterday, actually, and the, when the group came back up and we talked with them about, uh, you know, what was the hardest part? What were your, some of the things that you had as takeaways? And they all had some interesting things to report. And you could tell that, like you said, having, just having done it, and being able to say, I got up there and I stood in front of, yesterday it was a, a group of young professionals and each person probably only knew two or three other people in the room of 40 mm. or 45. So for the most part, it was strangers. So you've got, um, I've got this one gal, she was in like the audit, the internal audit group and she got up there and presented to all these people she didn't know uh, and did a great job talking through her five slides. And you could just tell that wasn't something she had done before. So that inherently boosted her confidence, um, you know, after she got to digest, like, I just did that. It was great. <laughs> so you guys are delivering this, or I, I guess I can include myself in that aspect of it, to not just CPAs and, and financial professionals, but it also applies to other industries, other facets. And, and, it, and to me, it sounds like that young professionals just eat this thing up. Yeah. Young professionals groups, sales groups, um, you know, a lot of those people who fall into the, uh, that sort of category of, it's not my job to be speaking all the time or is a big part of what I do, but I do have to do it sometimes. Uh, yesterday I had some engineers come up to me afterwards and say, you know, how do I, I I feel like I I have all this technical information that, that I need to share. I have lots of data that needs to be shared. What can I do about that? And we talked through how you can maybe change up what's really needs to live on your slides and what doesn't. So it is, it's applicable to so many different groups uh, of people. Jason. Yeah. I I love improv because it's such a general skill. It's not just a business communication skill it's a life skill. You can bring this into all your facets of, of everyday life and that it's all about connecting with your audience, no matter who that audience is. It could be your customers, clients, a sales team, internal, external, whatever. At the end of the day, it comes to people talking to people. And if you can connect and engage people, you're going to have this newfound confidence in your work. And it's all about building relationships. 
And okay, shameless plug. I, I, I published a book three years ago, Improv is No Joke. Use improvisation to create positive results in leadership and life. And we're talking about those same things now. Another shameless plug in my recent book, Taking the Numb Out of Numbers, same thing. It's about storytelling. And I, as we're sitting here talking, I'm going, I wonder if we could get a chapter written on Slide Deck Improv and include it into the book because it does help with building confidence and making those connections out there. I do talk about improv at the very beginning of the book, but adding that additional piece of SDI there, and I think confidence is a big thing that people lack when they're asked to present. And presenting could be presenting in a client meeting. Presenting could be you know, at a lunch and learner or any time that right now we're, the three of us are presenting to an audience of three and whoever many, the other two people that are listening to this podcast, the other thousands of folks who are, who are listening at, at this time. But uh, some folks just freeze up at that point. They don't have that confidence. And, and SDI seems to help in building at a much rapid rate I know you guys did a, a big thing for the Iowa Society of CPAs a month or so ago. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Could you tell Could you tell the audience what you did for them and, and the outcomes and, and the, the takeaways that that group went away with? So we were out there as part of a, an emerging leaders conference. So that that dovetail with the young professionals group again and. With Slide Deck Improv, we had a, a short segment it, that covered the improv concepts and some improv games. So some of the some of the takeaways everyone got to experience was some getting comfortable with the uncomfortable pieces, which mm-hmm. which I think really helps with that confidence part because a lot of times we feel unconfident because we're going into a situation that's uncomfortable, and then when we give them fun, sort of safe places to fail. Uh, it helps with that. We got a few people on stage and let them go through the slide deck improv presentations where they had to speak on a topic that they didn't know until they got up there with the slides that they uh, had never seen before. And the, you know, the takeaways were that sort of, I can do it, right? I've got the confidence to get up here. And it's interesting seeing different people's approaches. We had one guy who was really kind of cool and just sort of talking through his points and, and wanted to make a point of having people be kind to him because it was his birthday. I thought that was, uh, really <laughs> fun. It was his birthday. Um, and then we, we had one gal who got up there and she had to talk about printers and copiers uh, and she just rocked it with all of the different images. So it was a good event and I think they all enjoyed being up there. Jason, any uh, thing from your perspective? I love that after we were done presenting, another person came up and ask if they can do it without a crowd because he just really wanted to get into it. It just showed that it was it was connecting with people and they really are having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that guy was, I, I even told that story yesterday too. He was so, he wanted to do it so badly yeah, that he was willing to, it was a lunch break next and we didn't have time to add another presenter. So we, we did the lunch break and uh, he said, can I just, I just do it right now. So I think it was Jason, it was you and me and like one or two other people in the room and this guy standing up doing his presentation. It was, was great. Good point. But, it, but his fear was doing it in front of other people, it sounds like. Or, or maybe he, did he wait and didn't volunteer quickly enough? No, we didn't have time to add him in. He would have loved to have been on the okay. stage. But, but I think what, what stood out was his 
enthusiasm to do yeah. it. Like he wasn't going to let the fact that there was no crowd <laughs> stop him from doing it. Oh well, that's 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 cool. I mean, it's it is it is energizing in, in so many ways, and, and to have an audience member go, I don't care, I just want to try it. I just want to do. It. I don't care who's around. That's that shows the power of the, of this stuff. I did it. I was in South Carolina at the South Carolina Association CPAs. We were doing a two and a half day train the trainer, train the discussion. We'd have to be more engaging. And we had some time when we were finished. And I said, would you like to try this? And they said, sure, Pete, you can try this. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll, I'll start off and I'll do it. And I had asked prior to that, one of the staff members to come up with some slides that you know make two decks uh, in case we get somebody else up there. And we started and I said, give me a topic. And somebody said, styrofoam cup. And I went, okay, yeah, yes, and accept it, the gift that they gave me, and run with it. And once that first slide came up, my energy level went through the roof. I just, I, I felt like I was jumping in a pool on a very hot day, and it was just so refreshing, and it was over like that. And I went, oh my God, that was so cool. And another guy said, I've done improv way back, can I do it next? And got up, and basically at the end of the day, Everybody in that room went, this is a great training tool. And anything that you do with presentation skills because of that confidence, that fear, that trust, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was really, really cool. So, you guys up for some improv? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jason's laughing. So what we're going to do, we're going <laughs> to try this. I've created a four-slide PowerPoint presentation with just a picture on each slide and they have not seen it we have not talked about it beforehand and i was going to ask them to give me a topic but then i was watching this real cool video uh, of Kristen as she was practicing and i didn't know there was a website that will just generate random words so i found a random word generator i'm going to generate the word and then i'll put up this, the, the slide deck and then i'll share my screen with you and then Kristen, you start off when you see the the, the slide, and when you're done with that slide, go click. I'll change it, and then Jason's going to take the next slide and kind of follow that 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 thought process per se of, of of Kristen's, and see if we can get through all four slides going back and forth. This is this is advanced level slide deck improv, which it, this I'm excited. I wish I was on your side, and you guys were interviewing me at this point. So yeah, if you want to trade places, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can get there quickly enough. Random word generator comes up with friends. Oh. The topic is friends. This will be interesting. <laughs> All right. So let's go full screen. Kristen, you ready? I'm ready. Hey, one, two, three. All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to talk to you today about friends. And I want to describe to you uh, the image that I have in front of me so you know what I'm seeing. It's basically a bank of power meters, like the old school kind that have the kilowatt hours and all the little dials on top and the red thing that spins around. And when you've got your air conditioning on and you go outside and look at it, it's going really fast. So there's a whole bunch of those which is clearly closely related to friends because when I see this, I think of the meter reader and they used to come by my house when we didn't have one of those smart meters and they'd come in your backyard and you'd think, Hey, wait, who's that? 
are they my friends? Why are they in my backyard? And I would say the meter reader is not necessarily the kind of person I would call a friend, but anybody else who's in my backyard is definitely a friend. So if you ever find yourself in my backyard, whether you're looking at the meter reader, the meter itself, um, you're probably a friend of mine, meter readers aside. So that's just the first thing that's important to say as it relates to friend. And now I'm going to pass this on to my friend, Jason, who's going to continue this concept. Thank you, Kristen. Here you have an image of a kayaker kayaking into the horizon. Obviously, you could do all sorts of things with your friends. Uh, kayaking is one of my favorite pastimes. Uh, usually, you require two people. Uh, one person's in front to steer, the other person in the back to is for the power. That might be the other way around, actually. <laughs> uh, but it's important to have friends to have these activities because getting out and knowing that you're not alone in, in, in the world is beneficial to your soul and to your well-being. There is another picture you really wish you were seeing right now, which is uh, a guy in free fall on a skydive. So his, his parachute hasn't opened yet. And he's got a big smile on his face uh, and a whole parachute get up. And he is the guy who's parachuting down to land at the site at which he's going to go kayaking later this afternoon. And if this guy were my friend, and he probably should be, I would totally be skydiving with him. I would be attached to the tandem dive master because I don't really have any skydiving skills of my own, but I'm really good at, you know, being strapped into a harness. Uh, and then too, you know, let's, let's bring this back to power and friends. It's really powerful to be flying through the sky at whatever meters per second things fall that I learned one time in physics class. Um, and a great way to build a friendship is to do something really dangerous together or really scary. So <laughs> try skydiving before or after the kayaking um, with your friend who's cool to be in the backyard, who's not the meter reader. And that would be uh, one way to do it. And, you know, I mean, just even the view you get from here is, is that sort of awe-inspiring thing that you and your friend when you skydive together, can take with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> and here's an image of an empty stage. It's a, it's a beautiful image. Uh, it depicts how lonely it can be when you're the only person in the spotlight. Friendship is about sharing. It's about sharing the spotlight with everyone. Um, if you're out there alone performing for a group of people, they're just strangers. You really want to invite everyone on stage because everyone has an equal part in your life. And that's what all friendships are about. Thank you. <laughs> oh I'm trying to hold I'm trying to hold back the laughter. You guys are good. I mean, I, I so I just grabbed some and when it came up friends, I started thinking about the slides and went, oh, I'm not sure how they're gonna do this, but man. That is slide deck improv without a true net with two people that I don't think that's ever been done before in the slide deck improv era. But it was, it, you guys, you guys knocked it out of the park. And, and I hope my audience can appreciate that this was, and you could tell, you could tell by, by the, the, the tone of the voice and, and, and what they were saying. They'd never seen this stuff before, and they were drawn upon their knowledge, accepting the picture, leaning forward, following that fear, and absolutely nailed it. Great job, guys. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jason, for being a good partner in, uh, in crime there. That was great. 
that was that was really really that was really great and, and beforehand we were talking uh, about doing this because i didn't want to just completely throw it at them and and you know doing 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 the tandem and what did both of them do let's give it a shot never been done before but let's give it a shot and that's all about improv guys i can't thank you enough for putting yourself out there and talking about this new venture that we are doing that uh kristen i am so glad that i met you somebody introduced us together because i feel like the three of us are on the island of the accidental accountants uh, it's kind of like the misfit world, but it's it's a little bit different, uh, and it's it's probably one of the the island of of, of improv uh, because it's all accepting, and this is really an exciting teaching tool that applies to everybody. And if you want to be, if you want to have your career continue to grow, embrace improv, and better yet, embrace a session of slide deck improv. And before I let you guys go, I know that I'd like you, Kristen, if you could tell them the website. I know that you've got some videos out there. I know that you've been posting a lot on social media to get people to follow. Give us all that great information so people can find us. Yeah, so I'll do the website piece and I'll let Jason do the rest. Um, so if you go to slidedeckimprov.com, kind of as simple as it sounds or, or search it on the web, You'll find uh, information on the programs. You'll find bios on myself and Peter and Jason and some of the other people that support us in this program. Also, some ways you can get in touch with us if you're interested in uh, maybe getting an outline about a program or seeing if we have availability to facilitate an event for you. We're also working on DIY kit. So if you have a particularly small budget and want to try to do this yourself in-house, we'll set you up with the materials you need to have a fun program um, at a good price. So a couple of different options there. And then um, Jason, you can tell them all the many, many places to find us on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Slide Deck Improv. Just Google it. Subscribe, like, uh, follow. We post a lot of articles about communication, leadership skills, uh, tips. You can find some short clips of our past presentations that you might find quite funny, actually. Uh, so find us and keep in touch. Yeah, speaking of the short clips they might find funny, I love the one that you guys did, uh, the video of the group. And the guy happened to be a CPA, and his topic was botany. Yeah. And I, I've watched it. Every time I watch it, even though I've seen it, he, he was really, really good. It made me laugh, but man, that, that was really powerful. So guys, thank you so very much for taking time out. I, I look forward. Kristen, I'm going to see you in uh, less than 10 days, I believe. I'm coming to Grand Rapids for an event that, that you've lined up. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to doing that with you. Hopefully, Jason, our paths will cross. Uh, apparently, I need to come out to Seattle. So maybe I'll just take a trip and come out and visit for a while and then come back. Uh, but it's been a pleasure. Personally, I think the three of us could probably talk for hours on improv. And we have. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll give the audience uh, a, a little rest. But for those of you who are listening, think about what, what you witnessed. Think about what we discussed. Go out and, and find us. Read the stuff and contact us. We, we, we're here to help guide and help you guys become better uh, in the business world. So thank you all very much and we'll see you on the next episode. 
I want to thank Kristen and Jason again for taking time to discuss this cool new way of teaching people how to become a better presenter. Thanks, guys. You guys were wonderful. And the advanced uh, slide deck improv just blew it again. Once again, you blew it out of the park. In episode 14, my guest is David Krebs, and he has a tax practice in Columbus, Ohio, and teaches taxation at CPE events. Now, what makes Dave so unique is that, wait for it, wait for it, he makes taxes fun. That's right, two words you thought you would never hear in the same sentence, taxes and fun. So be sure you tune in for episode 14. Thank you for listening and begin the process of changing your mindset and getting out of your comfort zone and develop a new skill set or new skill sets to become more future ready. Another call to action is to take that big step and get out of your comfort zone and become a better presenter through Slide Deck Improv. Remember, a part of being future ready is being an improviser. Being an improviser is someone who's willing to take risks in order to grow. Thank you for listening and share this episode with a friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.